It's Monday, February 14th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden on Sunday told Ukraine's leader the U.S. and its allies would respond rapidly to any further Russian aggression against his country as Russia deployed some of its most powerful weapons and best-trained battalions around Ukraine and the prospect of imminent war loomed in Europe. A day earlier, Mr. Biden's warning to Russian President Vladimir Putin of swift and severe costs if Russia moves against Ukraine yielded no change in the Russian stance. Meanwhile, the fear of conflict has led to canceled flights to Ukraine and heightened volatility in energy and financial markets. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky told Mr. Biden that American support would allow Ukraine to prevent panic among its population, according to a statement from his office. He also asked for concrete guarantees of Ukraine's security, saying European security is impossible without the security of Ukraine. After weekend diplomacy failed between Western leaders and Vladimir Putin, futures for the S&P 500 slid 0.9% in volatile trading this morning. Contracts for the technology-focused NASDAQ 100 and the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 1.1% and 0.8% respectively. If the losses continue through the opening bell, they will compound a decline for stocks sparked Friday by U.S. warnings that Moscow could invade Ukraine at any moment. Bond yields and international equities also fell on the possibility of the imminent war in Europe. Overseas stock markets also dropped, catching up with Wall Street's late-week tumble. The stock's Europe 600 lost 2.8%, led lower by shares of banks and travel and leisure companies. Japan's Nikkei 225 fell 2.2%, and China's Shanghai Composite Index fell 1%. Democrats hoping to resurrect the party's economic agenda are facing a problem. Senator Joe Manchin's goal for raising tax rates clashes with Senator Kirsten Sinema's opposition to doing so. In a 50-50 Senate with Republicans unanimously opposed to the effort, the party will have to try to reconcile the pair's divergent positions to earn both their votes for a scaled-down version of President Biden's economic agenda ahead of this year's midterm elections. In recent weeks, as Democrats' efforts on the child care, health care, and climate package have remained stalled, Mr. Manchin has repeatedly said the party should focus an updated version of the bill on increasing government revenue. Raising taxes enough to more than offset the bill's spending would reduce the budget deficit and fight inflation, he said, addressing concerns that led him to oppose the House-passed package last year. Commercial and passenger traffic resumed Sunday on a bridge connecting Detroit with the Canadian border city of Windsor, Ontario, after protesters shut down the corridor for roughly a week in a fight against COVID-19 restrictions. The Detroit International Bridge Company, which operates the Ambassador Bridge, said all lanes were open for traffic as of 11 p.m. Eastern Time. The Canada Border Services Agency said normal border processing had resumed but advised against non-essential travel. Earlier Sunday, Canadian police arrested protesters and towed vehicles to clear access to the bridge. Protesters had succeeded in largely blocking most two-way bridge traffic since February 7th in an attempt to persuade governments in Canada to drop COVID-19 vaccine mandates and related social restrictions. 
The reopening of the Ambassador Bridge marks an end to the demonstration that caused economic repercussions for North America and its automotive industry. And the Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup has been named the Super Bowl's most valuable player. Cup caught a one-yard touchdown pass from Matthew Stafford with one minute and 25 seconds remaining, and the Rams beat the Bengals 23-20 to win the championship on Sunday night. Cup had eight receptions for 92 yards and two touchdowns to help give them their second Vince Lombardi trophy. He had four catches for 39 yards on the final drive along with a seven-yard run on fourth and one to keep the drive alive. Now you know and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.